a women's health enthusiast, I'm raising my family around the world, and like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep. We are here to change the conversations about periods. Let's talk. Hi, ladies. It's Jess and Cody again, and we are back with another episode of It's Her Time. And today we wanted to talk about how to talk with your kids about periods. So I'm going to start a little bit because Cody and me are in a little bit different phases of life. I have little kids. I have a son that is eight years old, and then I have twin girls that are five, almost turning six. And Cody has kids that are grown and well aware of periods and um, are much more mature than my littles. But I think it's fun because it brings us a little bit of both realms. So I'll start by saying that I have really tried to make periods no big deal in my house. And I don't know if that's because I grew up feeling like periods were a big deal and it kind of, as an adult and as I became a mom myself, it seemed a little weird to me that I had to, like, that everyone seemed so awkward around periods or like I never knew when my mom was on her period or even, I mean, I knew maybe my sisters, but it was something that was very hush hush in my house. And I grew up in an incredible home, love my upbringing, but it's something that I wanted to have more comfortable in my own home. So I'll start by saying that with my eight-year-old, he knows very well about periods. Now, do I make it gross? Do I go into like every detail? Does he need to know all the ins and outs of cycles? No, no. But I think that it's really great education for him to just be aware of so that as he grows up, it really isn't a big deal. As he's dating or entering high school and there's girls around and maybe boys think it's funny, he can advocate or be an advocate for girls. So Cody, sorry, I'm talking so long. (laughs) I love it. You go girl. Yes. Um, But something for my eight-year-old and what works for my little girls as well is I talk about tampons as if they're mommy's band-aids. And so they know that when I'm on my period, when I'm getting a tampon out of my bag, they just say, oh, is that mommy's band-aid? Are you on your period? Do you have blood? Yeah, it's mommy's band-aid. They know that I use it for a few days, you know, every month. And they know that it's not yucky. Mommy has to use it to make me feel better. And that's it. It comes and goes. I've also taught my son that um, he should be very aware of as he's growing up and starts entering the age of maybe girls in his class starting their periods, that he needs to be aware of um, maybe if a girl has an embarrassing moment, he can jump in to help kind of smother the embarrassing moment or help his guy friends know that this isn't something we laugh about 
Or he can be the one that goes up to the girl and is like, hey, don't worry about it. It's no big deal type thing. Because I tell him all the time that I want him to think about if it were his little sisters in an embarrassing situation with a period, maybe they're leaking through their pants or something like that, how much he would wish that someone would help them. It's the same for girls his age or um, people that he's interacting with. He can be the one to help them. So Cody, Mm -hmm. with your kids being older, you have a son and a daughter. Mm -hmm. What did you, how did you teach them? I know that you're very open as well. Um, What are some things in your home that you taught your kids? You know, we're very similar. So we've had similar approaches. Um, You know, when I, I married a guy who was not raised. He is the oldest of six. There's three boys, three girls. They're the Brady Bunch, right? So he had younger sisters, but his he was so uncomfortable with anything to do with anything like girls. Like you even say girl stuff and he'd be like, you know, and so I had that, you know, I knew that was his background. And so when we had children, I was like, I am going to make everything that has to do with our bodies and our genders and our, I just want it to be totally comfortable to talk about. I'm going to be an open book. I want my kids to always know that um, they're going to hear stuff at school. They're going to hear stuff from their friends or wherever. Um, But they can, if it's something that they don't understand or they feel funny talking about or whatever, they can just feel comfortable to come and ask me anything. And Mm -hmm. I will always tell them the truth. Now, depending yeah. on what age ages they were, like I was like you, where I would simplify it to something that they understood. So I love that you're, you know, you're teaching Asher. He's such a cutie patootie. He's going to be <laughs> like every girl's not only like crush, but he's going to be their best friend too. But um, you're teaching them, you know, just the simple things like, and then to your girls too, that they understand what a Band-Aid is. They would never yeah. be embarrassed to ask or go get you a Band-Aid. Right. So you're kind of creating that similar relationship to the tampon, right? Where, yeah. you know, I, I remember, you know, when I was growing up, like, you'd go, you'd be like, oh, crap, I got to go to the store and go get tampons, right? Never and, um, <laughs> yeah, and you're like... I don't want to go down the aisle and you'd kind of look and see if there's any men around. This is just me. I don't know if this was you, but like, no, I think this is totally yeah. a thing we've all dealt with. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get the tampons, the pads, I'd hide it like under something else I was shopping for. And then I would totally look for the checker guy or her girl, like make sure it wasn't a guy. Like I just didn't yeah. want, I was just, I was just kind of, you and know, embarrassed by it too. in line behind me. Mm-hmm. Can I yeah, put just, the gallon of milk over my tampons so that yeah. they're not seen? How will it, so. I sneak it in there so you don't even, you're just scanning it and not even seeing it. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I, I felt like that. Cause honestly, in my family, I have three older sisters, right? I, mm-hmm. it should have been the most comfortable thing in the world to talk about, but I think it was just a generational thing. Maybe it's just a cultural thing. It just hasn't been something that we've been openly talking about. And so I did have that, like, however it came to be, I had that perceived like, um, kind of shame and embarrassment. And like, I didn't want anyone to even know that I ever had a period, you know, I just, I just am this, you know, feeling upset all the time. Except for me. Right. So poor you that, you know, has to suffer. And so I don't know. So I just didn't want to raise my kids like that because I realized like, how silly is that? I mean, I, you know, when you're, you finally are married and then you're having kids. I mean, you kind of learn, you know, maybe like 
faster than you want, but that all of a sudden it's just like your body is everybody's business, right? And mm-hmm. so I realized like how silly it was that I was having so much like embarrassment and shame about things that were such natural parts of my body that I just decided, yeah, I'm going to change that. I'm going to totally talk about these, um, these natural occurrences, you know, that happen with the female body as openly as I possibly can in front of my husband, in front of my son, um, so that they just feel comfortable and that they understand it and can be a little more sympathetic and a little more helpful. And my daughter's going to not feel embarrassed. And it will be something that when she does start her period, that she's like, it's exciting and she's looking forward to it. And you know, that's, that's the environment that I wanted to create the culture in our family that I wanted to create. And luckily I can tell you, cause now my youngest just turned 25 on Sunday. So yeah, my kids are in a whole other level. Um, but they are totally comfortable talking about it. They would have right. no, no problem whatsoever, you know, teaching somebody well, about anything they wanted no, to know. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. And I can second your family. Cody just has a really, really cool family too. <laughs> but I think another thing for my kids is, I mean, you know, as a mom, especially with young kids, you really don't get any privacy. <laughs> That's true. <And> so, <laughs> I mean, kids are barging in on you all the time, going to the bathroom or whatever. So for me, also, it's just an easy way for me to tell my kids, like, oh, this is part of how mommy's, you know, this is this is why mommy can have babies. Mm-hmm. And I don't really go further than that just because my kids, like, well, boys just are kind of like, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. Asher doesn't care at this moment. But, I mean, it's something interesting to my girls. So then they're like, what? You can, that's how you have babies? And it's just, it kind of is a fun little Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't go into the birds and the bees and everything with them at the age of five, but it's just kind of something that's really cute to see their brains kind of like, Hey, mm-hmm. okay. And it kind of gets their minds thinking and I think it's fun. And then it's not anything, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not making it something really gross or like beware when right. you're older, da, 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 you know, it's just kind of how it is. This is what mommies get to do. And, um, yeah. And it's we just make normal. It, right. And yeah. It's going to lead totally to, for your little girl, for all three of your kids, for when you do talk to them about the birds and the bees, right? It's already, you've already created this very comfortable relationship with them and that it's more just like education. It's not secretive and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, when my kids were just, I won't go too much on a tangent with this, but my, um, my daughter was four when she heard about the birds and the bees. I, I mm-hmm. was waiting till they were eight, you know, to teach right. them about this. And, right. um, you know, my daughter was like, she was over at a friend's house and she was playing Barbies. And then she came home and she's like, I know what boyfriends and girlfriends do. And, yeah. and yeah. Tucker, my son, who was two years older, six at the time, he's like, I know what it what? is too. It's called sex. Oh and I'm like, what? What? Like you already, okay. Yeah. So even yeah. though I was like, like trying, okay. yeah, trying to create yeah. this like perfect environment, I realized it had to, the conversations had to start a lot earlier. And luckily because they knew they could trust me that I was always going to tell them the truth. I was like able to kind of in that situation kind of go, yeah, okay. So you've heard a little bit about this. Do you guys want to know more about it? Cause I'm happy to tell you what it is about because you are going to hear stuff like when you're playing at your friend's house or you're at school. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. unfortunately, sometimes people like to turn it into something that's like silly or, you know, so yeah. they shared with what with me what they had heard. And then I was like, that's true or no, that's not true. or And this is what it is, you know, and right. that's where it started. So it's earlier well, I think than you when think. When you kind of nip the curiosity, 
Mm-hmm. It's like you just bring it down. It's like their minds don't spiral and spin and create this whole story that is just so far from really reality. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just bring it down, tell them, you know, black and white, this is how it is, this is what happens. And then they're like, huh, mm-hmm. okay. And that's yeah. that, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think it really does, you know, down the road too. Just when kids are not, when things are not openly talked about, it's not that they're never going to have curiosity about it. And so it's just going to change where they go looking for answers. I would way rather have my kids come to me than to go searching on the internet or to go talk to, you know? So yeah, I mean, I know we're just talking about, let's talk about periods with our kids, but it's, these are the kind of conversations that by just starting in this, you know, in this realm, this Mm -hmm. is like what prepares for the whole big, you know, all the big conversations that need to happen while you're raising your kids. And I think it's important to something I'm really, um, trying to, I kind of drill it into Asher actually is just as a boy being sure that he never is the one to make a woman feel, you know, ashamed or embarrassed or, um, trying to hide her period Mm -hmm. or making fun of a girl getting tampons or things like that. Like it's, he, it, like I said before, he wouldn't want his, anyone to do that to his sisters or to me. So I think really just kind of even bringing relationships into it and talking to your boys about, hey, you wouldn't want your mom to feel embarrassed or something. So mm-hmm. we, we need to make sure that we're not doing that to other girls because that's someone else's sister or that's someone mm-hmm. else's daughter. And just kind of really bringing it, boiling it down to the, it's really nothing to make fun of. It's just something so normal and just a, such a part of life that we we don't need to make a big deal of it. And really, I think boys don't care to make a big deal of it when they just know what it is. It's when mm-hmm. they don't know what a period is or they're right. like, oh, I've, I've seen my mom hide that all the time. And mm-hmm. so it must be something naughty or whatever. It makes it such a funny thing. But mm-hmm. I think the more we can just yeah. tell them what it is. Tell them it's used, tell them what a period is, then that's, you know, okay, this isn't as interesting as I thought it would be, you know? The more households that have this kind of, you know, comfort level with, you know, menstruation, the better. Like I, I was, as you're sharing all that, I'm thinking Asher's going to be the kid that was like this friend. He was one of my best friends through junior high and high school. And I won't say his name, but, um, (laughs) he was so awesome. Now he he had some older sisters, but they were quite a bit older. So I wonder where this came from, but I'm going to just tell a quick story that I thought that just came to my mind. We were in science class. This was in seventh, eighth grade. I don't remember. And we were, um, there was all of these stations around the room, right? And we were doing these different, I don't know, experiments or something mm-hmm, at each mm-hmm. of these stations. And so there was two stools next to each of these little tables that we, these stations were located at. And, um, So the whole class was like kind of rotating around the room and I was um, partnered with this friend. And so the two of us were going from station to station and there was these two girls that were in front of us that were in the station, you know, always before us. And um, one of the girls we knew really well, she lived in our same neighborhood and we were friends. And so anyhow, she, we started noticing that every time we would go to this new station, there was something on the stool. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And so all of a sudden I'm realizing, because I had already started my period, what was going on. And I looked and this girl had a stain on the back of her pants. Okay. Now Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do other than I was going to just go tell her, but this is what my good guy friend did is he had a sweatshirt. He took it off and he went and like just handed it to her and she just was able to tie it around her waist. The two of us kind of just said, this is what was going on. There was nothing. He just handled it so great. And I just remember thinking, I just love you. You're the best guy ever. And she, nobody else in the class knew. We just kind of wiped up the seats and Mm -hmm. it just was handled. And I thought, man, that was so awesome. What a cool guy that is. And so his mom talked to him. I think his mom must have talked to him about it. (laughs) I mean, he's a pretty naturally awesome guy, but yeah, Yeah. I think it starts with the mamas and, you know, these older sisters. And so, yeah, you want, you want Asher to be like him. And it sounds like he's going to be and the more well, guys sure, that we can have out there. I sure hope so. That's a good example. I can, I'm going to tell Asher that story. And tell that. him that story. <laughs> but yep. Anyway, well, this is just a short, quick episode. We've just been thinking about this and we, we would love to hear what you guys have to think on this topic. Um, so engage in the conversation. We'd love to hear how you talk to your kids and thank you for joining. It's her time. Yes. Thank you so much. And we actually did a little quick, um, I don't know, Instagram story about this topic. And there was a lot of great stories that you guys shared with us. So we would love to hear even more. And then maybe Jess, I think it would be fun for us to do kind of a little collage or I don't know what you call yes. it or whatever. Bring but together all the stories or something. Yeah. Cause I yeah, think that do it. the more ideas that we can get the better, right? Yep. So I'm all yep. about it. Yep. Well, this was We don't have all the answers, but (laughs) together, piecing together everyone's answers, we can create a really, really solve, solve a great problem, solve a good puzzle. Yes, totally. Well, I love it. I love it. So thanks for sharing and you guys send your questions in or comments and we appreciate you guys for listening to us. Have a good day. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Mixers, creator of Her Time. Her Time is your monthly lifesaver, period. It's an all-natural supplement that you drink with key ingredients known to help you combat your monthly cycle symptoms at the root each and every month. Try it for yourself. You can find us at Mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S.com, and on social media at Mixers.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We are here to talk about what you want to know, so be sure to direct message us with your questions and comments on our Instagram account at mix.hers. We may even ask you to be a special guest. Thanks again. We look forward to hearing from you and continuing the conversation. <laughs>